Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford Issues, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric, MTE's Sharing Change. That's their charitable foundation. Well, it's funded by members who round up their electric bills to the nearest dollar each month as a donation and support hundreds of nonprofits. Find out more at sharingchange.org. Time to uh, talk with John Mitchell. John is the executive director of the American Red Cross Heart of Tennessee chapter. And, uh, John, I'm sure this uh, month of, uh, well, since the last time we talked, June and July, have been pretty busy, as each month uh, seems to be for, for you at the Red Cross. Yeah, sure has, uh, Brian. We, um, you know, one of the things that we do on a regular basis is just make sure we're very purposeful in thanking our volunteers. Uh, June, we had a volunteer appreciation event out at Barfield Park. Um, it was uh, a really well-attended event, and it was really nice to just stop and just thank the volunteers that do the work of the Red Cross. Um, as you may have heard me say before, 90% of our workforce is volunteers, so we just can't thank them enough. And, um, you know, they do a wide uh, amount of uh, jobs in the Red Cross, if you will, and we're always looking for more. So we would love for people to, you know, take a look at us and see if they could give a little bit of their uh, time or talent to help others in their greatest time of need. We'll talk uh, quite a bit here on the show about some opportunities, uh, volunteer opportunities. If you're thinking, you know what, I, maybe that's something for me, and, and we'll just kind of tease with some of the uh, volunteer opportunities that are there. Um, I, I also I did want to just touch on, because every time when I hear American Red Cross, Heart of Tennessee chapter, I also think about blood and blood donations, and it's summertime, and so... I'm sure that uh, there's always seems to be a critical need of blood in the summer. There always is. Um, It doesn't, you know, stay on everybody's mind. And so we like to remind everybody of that need. And to that point, um, you know, you can assist uh, in that process in several ways. One, you can, you know, of course, give blood and, you know, go to redcross.org and look for various, uh, donation sites. You can set up your own donation site if you have access to a church or a workplace or somewhere where there's a lot of foot traffic and you want to put together uh, a blood drive. Um, you can call me and I'll connect you with Gene uh, Baker, who's our local representative. Um, we're, uh, we're constantly looking for that. So, you know, there's opportunities at our facility at 501 Memorial Boulevard. Uh, which is our fixed site, but we do that anywhere where we can get, you know, at, at least 20 people together to give blood that makes for a successful blood drive. And, you know, as we were saying, the some people say, well, I'd like to give blood, but due to different reasons, I'm, I'm not able to. But if you understand that importance, you can even help out as a we call it biomed or a blood donation ambassador, somebody that could uh, help when we do the blood drive. They could just be there to help uh, do the intake and process uh, people that are coming in, um, maybe make reminder calls. Um, 
ironically, one of our bigger needs right now for volunteerism is what we call biomed transport. So once the blood is collected at the Murfreesboro fixed site, um, that blood has to be moved from Murfreesboro to our processing uh, location in Nashville. And so people can come on board and get trained and um, go through a, a couple, you know, uh, processes to know how to how to do that and, uh, you know, just help that whole process. So even if you can't give blood, um, there's ways to assist if that's something you're passionate about. We've got John Mitchell joining us today. He is uh, the executive director of the Heart of Tennessee chapter of the American Red Cross. And um, just, uh, you know, try to keep that first and foremost on, on the mind of folks. If you can give blood uh, and have that opportunity to do so, it's it's very easy, super simple, and uh, even have the fixed site here so that, that can help as well. But you were talking about 90% of the work that is that goes on with the american red cross is done by volunteers and uh john i I wonder if you might share some some different volunteer opportunities especially if there are some here locally absolutely um you know one of the most reoccurring uh things we do we'll talk about responding to disasters but the biggest uh, reoccurrence in a disaster that we do on a very regular basis is respond to home fires and so you know we're constantly looking for people that could come on board and if they've got a little bit of time um, they can sign up to be a disaster action team member that's when you go through some training and you learn how to um, assist people that have just went through that very uh, horrific and you know, terrible day when their their home burns and they're trying to figure out what their next step is. So, when I talk about training, there's different levels of engagement with the the people. Um, for one thing, you know, you could be a general volunteer and just be there to help, and maybe you know, just uh, you know, put a, a Red Cross blanket around somebody and just be there to let them talk. But if you get into it a little bit farther we need people to get trained to learn how to do assessment on um, you know the situation and at that point they can actually um, give them some uh, debit card that is loaded with money for them to take that next step that next step could be hey i need to get in the hotel that night hey i need to go to walmart and get some clothes and some general uh necessities you know and so when you're handling the donor dollar that's you know the money that people are giving us to help people in those times you know there are certain processes you have to do and that's that's part of the training so that sounds really uh intense and it and it it can be one of our uh, more involved volunteer opportunities but it can also be somebody that says, you know, I can give them my time and um, I just want to come into the office and maybe I can help you make phone calls or, you know, just we can kind of cater. Um, if you have the passion for the Red Cross, we can find a spot for you. Um, 
you know, there is some training involved, but there's also opportunities to kind of allow people to help people. You know, our main goal is to alleviate human suffering. Mm -hmm. And if you have a passion for that, um, we can kind of take your personal situation and help you find a certain niche. So the, like I said, one of our bigger needs is disaster action team members. Um, outside of that, you got to talk about our different, you know, programs. So we do have, uh, as I mentioned before, the blood services, so um, blood transport, um, somebody that's an ambassador that helps set up uh, blood drives. Then you can move over to our uh, training side. So um, if you're interested in learning more about uh, helping people know about our uh, trainings, which would be, of course, CPR, um, uh, training, babysitting. You know, there's certain ways to help with that. But, you know, in our in the training arena, we have many um, kind of self-ready, you know, trainings that people can go and, and do in their church or at the uh, um, Senior Citizen Center that are just be Red Cross ready. You know, how do you um, get your family uh, ready to be prepared for a disaster? We have training opportunities for people to go into the schools and teach kids how to be prepared at their age-appropriate level. Um, so, you know, we can kind of take what your interest is, do an onboarding process, and, um, you know, kind of gauge what you, what you like to do and, um, you know, put you in that arena. John, uh, you've, you've mentioned some that, you know, are, are pretty intensive in terms of time, and then there are others that um, maybe if you have, you know, one day a week for a couple of hours and can come in and help make phone calls and things. So it, it sounds like the volunteer opportunities are pretty vast in terms of time, and, and you know with working with volunteers, uh, time is a big commodity. Well, yeah, and thanks for saying that, Brian, because that, you know, reminds me to tell people, you know, maybe clear up some misconceptions. So let's say, for instance, somebody comes on board and they want to help in that uh, disaster action team uh, process. Well, first and foremost, after they go through the training, they are going to put down some days that they may be available to respond to the uh the calls that come in they're not obligated to show up i mean you have regular you know work obligations and family obligations so um basically you just put yourself available for you know potentially filling a shift but then we have somebody that's called a duty officer and that duty officer's goal is they never leave the house so their goal is once we get a call from the local fire department saying we are responding to uh, a family that's just, you know, had a home fire, they go down to the call list and they, you know, call people to say, hey, are you in a position, you know, I see that you're available to serve on this day. And then they put that team together that goes out. But that person never leaves the home and they do all the logistics from their, their site. They're kind of like so, a dispatcher, you know. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think once people get into our trainings, they think, oh, my gosh, if once I put myself down for a Saturday, but then I get called into work, um, well, what am I going to do? You you have the right of refusal. 
But that gets to the point that that's why we need more volunteers. So if we're needing to, you know, we're committed to respond to these disasters. So, you know, we may need, you know, 10 people on the roster versus five to make sure that we're always, um, you know, getting somebody out there. And here's the reality of it. We have some awesome volunteers that have been doing awesome work for years. A lot of them, you know, continue to go and they don't turn it down, but we're always worried about them getting burnt out, you know. So the more we can kind of share the wealth, if you will, or, or, you know, give people more opportunities, the more we can keep some of our volunteers that just amaze me, uh, honestly, you know, what they do and the, 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 um, the time that they do cover, we can kind of let them, you know, not cover everything and, and have some a little more personal time, you know, but they're, they're so passionate. They're not going to turn it down. We just, we just want to bring more people on board and, um, make sure it's not overburdening for some of our volunteers. And, um, but yeah, that, that's the, that's the process is get you in and see what, uh, fits your personal, uh, lifestyle at this, you know, day and, and, um, and then go from there. John, uh, got just a couple of seconds, but I guess the easiest way is to um, check the Red Cross website, call the office if, if they want to be able to volunteer. Yeah, and feel free to call my cell phone personally. It's uh, 615-651-3405. But as you mentioned, Brian, the website is really the best way. Um, if you go to redcross.org and you go through the part where it says, yes, I want to volunteer once you fill in that information and you show your zip code it will trickle down to tennessee we're the tennessee region and then we are the heart of tennessee chapter within the tennessee region and our uh, team will get a hold of that and give you calls and we go through an onboarding process Mm -hmm. where we try to help assess what your interest is and where our biggest needs are so um, whether you call my cell phone or you start on the Red Cross site, you will get to our people locally here at the Red Cross, Heart of Tennessee Chapter in Murfreesboro. John Mitchell joining us today on Rutherford Issues.